So what is the deal with RFIs? Good evening, Agile Acquisition Enthusiasts, and welcome back to the Underground Digital Tiki Bar. It's Friday night, and that means it's time for another episode of Agile Acquisitions and Alcohol. So cheers. All right, on tonight's episode, I want to talk about RFIs, or Request for Information. And there's a lot to unpack here, so please bear with me. RFIs, or requests for information, are the primary method by which the federal government interacts with industry to get insight into the marketplace that they're intending to enter for an acquisition to fulfill supplies or services. Um, the RFI process has got a lot of questions around it and it requires a lot of resources from both the government and industry side. So I thought maybe we would talk a little bit about the uh, origination of RFIs and what it actually means and what is the actual burden with it. Well, you might be thinking that RFIs or requests for information come from FAR Part 10 or market research. Uh, while market research does, uh, the section on market research does prescribe interacting with industry and finding out about your marketplace, it actually doesn't discuss RFIs particular, particularly. It, it isn't until FAR 15.2 that RFIs actually show up in the federal acquisition regulations. Here's a typical government application problem, right? FAR Part 15 is contracting by negotiations and is intended for more complex acquisitions like major systems. Uh, there are many other portions of the FAR, as I've mentioned before, that the FAR Council has provided alternative methods of acquisition that are much more streamlined or simplified. FAR 8.4 for federal supply schedule, FAR 13.5 or 12 commercial and or simplified acquisition and commercial acquisitions, and of course FAR 16.5 for IDIQs. So, RFIs originate in 15.2, should we not use them unless we're doing 15 acquisitions? Not necessarily, they are a great method. Um, they can be used in conjunction with industry days and other methods of interaction, but actually going out to the marketplace with sort of an open request for information to form an acquisition has all sorts of great benefits. It can identify who in the market can actually satisfy the needs, such as small businesses. Uh, it can be the justification for a rule of two set aside. That is, if there's two or more small businesses that are capable and willing to do an activity, then by statute, an acquisition should be set aside. You don't know that until you start testing the market. Uh, there's lots of other reasons too, such as is open source an option or what other methods can you use uh, to solve your requirements such as commercial solutions. So if we just accept that RFIs are an appropriate way to uh, interact with industry regardless of the FAR section that you're using, the next question is, is it a big burden? Well, it's fairly easy on the federal government side. Hopefully we've taken some time to put together what our needs are and then what questions we have for industry to help inform our strategy. But from industry, what I'm often hearing is we are dedicating a lot of time and resources, it's taking away from resources for uh, proposal processes. And here's what I'd say to that. Um, even though it comes from FAR 15, which might give you the context of, hey, this is like an RFP and if we don't follow the instructions, we're gonna get kicked out. Um, that's not true. Actually, the federal government is obliged to take advantage of all the market research information at its disposal. So it would be inappropriate for the federal government not to review submissions to market research, even if it didn't necessarily comply with the font size or page limits or whatever. Um, that's not suggesting that you submit 800 pages in response to an RFI. I'm just suggesting that 
If you don't necessarily have time to do a full thorough response to an RFI, but there's a critical point you want to get across to the federal government, such as consider an open source solution. Uh, here's a couple of examples that might meet your need or consider an off the shelf solution. Here's a couple, um, or you're saying you want to do this agile, you should consider using these methodologies or avoid using um, requirement reporting requirements such as earned value management. You can just put that in a paragraph and send it off they'll read it now that doesn't mean they're going to listen to you but it doesn't matter if you gave them 15 pages of shiny diagrams and beautiful font they still might not listen to you so you're still getting your voice and opinion out and if it's a good one and one that's going to be considered it's going to be considered anyway um, the second thing that it, that i think happens in rfis is vendors uh, much like i always say the federal government can't like blacklist you for asking a difficult question um, they also can't pick you uh, in an RFI or in, for a, an award because your RFI response was so pretty. And a lot of times I'll see an RFI response um, where it's basically like a mini proposal. I mean, it's, it's the full works. I mean, it's really nice um, graphics and it goes into great depth of all like the wonderful things the company's ever done. Um, if you're in a position where you're a small business and you're trying to convince the federal government that maybe this should be set aside, then by all means, you should go the extra mile to make the capability statement of your company. But if you do that once, you should pretty much have that canned language ready to go for all of your RFIs, because assumingly, if you're a small business, you have core competencies, and those are gonna be the same core competencies, and you're only chasing work that falls into those competencies. So yeah, take the time, put that together one time. For the most part, that should be reusable. When you get into the specifics, if you don't have time to answer the questions or all of the uh, answer all of the questions, answer the ones that are pertinent to you and serve your interests, or the ones that you think will help serve the government's interests. And all in all, I mean, this is about improving communication with the federal government. It is not in the government's interest for a small business to decide not to give important information to them, or any business to not to give important information to them because they just don't have the time or the resources. Um, and it's not in industry's interest to, uh, you know, spend tons and tons of time and resources committed to sending in the perfect RFI. Um, take the time to ask what the strategic questions are, take the time to provide the strategic information, and that's really what market research is about, is informing everyone in, in, the, in the reviewing side what is the key information they need to take away. So I hope that's the key information you take away from this video. Hopefully this was helpful for you. Uh, I really appreciate all the feedback I've been getting. Uh, it just keeps coming in and, and I really appreciate it. I will keep making these videos. Uh, if you have suggestions, let me know. Uh, as always, I ask that you subscribe to the videos. It'll make sure you get the current content that comes out uh, and it helps me know who my audience is so I can tailor these videos to meet your needs. Uh, and with that, everybody have a great weekend. Cheers.